joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my with my little fella, Relly Hall, big in the Cleveland Cavalier spear. Check out his channel, the Relly Hall channel. Relly, what's happening, man? How y'all doing, man? <clears throat> Got that sun beaming on me. You know, out here in Florida, so I'm feeling good. Oh, you still in Florida? I am. <laughs> I thought you said you was coming back Sunday. Yeah, I am. This following Sunday. Oh, I think we talked on, like, Friday or Saturday, yeah. you coming back Sunday. You was already there. Yeah. Okay. See the confusion, man. Stuff like that happens. But well, I'm glad you could get on real quick, man. We're just going here to chop it up real quick. And for everybody listening, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever you get your audio podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get them. You can check us out occasionally on, on the Know It All YouTube channel. This one right here is strictly for the audio. And really, man, you down on vacation. We won't keep you long. We just here to talk about this Donovan Mitchell news. I'm ready for it. You ready for it? I'm ready for um, it. And, and thanks, thanks for the for the producing behind the scenes. Our boy Amad Bell. My, he's a know-it-all podcaster, also has a Dallas Cowboys uh D D D D Cal for life, I think it is. He always changed the name. I can't remember what it is all the time, man. But he got a Dallas Cowboy podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. And again, the know-it-all channels, we all come under the know-it-all umbrella podcast. We are we, we are DC for L. There it is. There it is. Hey, well, Ma, you backstage making stuff happen, man. I sent you a clip of the uh of the audio from Tim Tim Boat 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 Tips. On the Brian Winhurst podcast, you got that? You can play for us real quick. Okay, we just get started. We we'll go ahead and talk about what we got to talk about. Right, he he gonna he gonna upload it. We gonna take a listen to it, but we gonna get ahead of ourselves a little bit and and talk about what he's gonna say before he says it. Um, so what he basically said on the Brian Winhorse Hoops Collective podcast was he doesn't think Donovan Mitchell is going to re-sign with the Cavs and they would be better off trading him as soon as possible because he doesn't see the Cavs making a run in the Eastern Conference next year. He says they're more likely to lose in the first round than they are to win than they are to win two series, which is what it would require to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So trading Donovan Mitchell after just trading for him. Basically, 11 months ago, September the 1st, right. 2022. We're not even in August yet, so a little, little less than 11 months. But what do you think about that, Relly? 
it's it's funny because the the past couple podcasts we've talked about this like you touched on it first you was like you know just i want y'all to have the idea that you know donovan mitchell might be someone who might not be completely all in with the cast then the week after we talked about all right if the cast start flipping a little bit should we be looking at possible trade targets for donovan mitchell so honestly, I think this is up the alley what we've been talking about. I mean, we've always been aware this was a possibility because he wanted to originally go to New York. He didn't want to be a Cav. But this is also why the Cleveland Cavaliers has kind of tried to make as many moves as they've, they've done to try to make him happy because we all understand what happens when you have like a rental player <laughs> that can touch the, uh, the open market. You know, if you don't do enough, you know, they'll leave. Like you've seen Kawhi Leonard on the Toronto Raptors. He won an NBA championship, and he still left. So, you know, it, it kind of pissed the Cleveland Cavaliers on on radar because we do have to be aware of the options. But I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think we might have to applaud you, Tate, because you're the one that said it first. Yeah, man, I've, I've been on it for a minute because I know his heart is not in Cleveland. His contract is in Cleveland, right? So he's there because he has to be there. But he plays this year and next year. Then he has an opt-out for that third year, and he can go wherever he wants. He's become a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think you're right. I agree with you. I think Cleveland is trying to do everything they can do to appease Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, they brought in more shooting. He played with Niang in Utah. Um, he played he played with uh, Ty Jerome. They grew up together. They they been they played little league together. So, you know, I think they're probably going to try and bring in a Royce O'Neal, maybe somebody like that. Just make Donovan Mitchell as comfortable as he can be. But at the end of the day, we're doing all this superstar appeasing. And then stars, just because it's just the nature of the league now, they can kind of say they want out and get out. Right. I mean, that's that's what it, that's what it is. Right. We saw that with James Harden several, several times. We see that we saw that with Kevin Durant. Now, Dame Lillard. I mean, when, when these superstars player went out, want to go somewhere, they pretty much nowadays get to go where they want to go. Yeah. Um. And I and I cousin it to the name of this, the name of this title, of this episode is "Try Now, Try to Win a Championship with Donovan Mitchell Now," which I'm okay with that. But or cry later, you know. So the Donovan Mitchell dilemma. That's the title of this episode. Try, try now, cry later. The Donovan Mitchell dilemma. So, I mean, like, what do we do? I mean, Cleveland Cavaliers, Kobe Auburn has been big on saying we want people that want to be here in Cleveland. And, you know, really, you from Cleveland. Cle- Cleveland's a great city. A lot, a lot of these old old cities, old Midwestern cities get a bad rep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They do. I they, mean, Cleveland Cleveland is a, is, a, is a really nice place. Yeah. I mean, the- it may not be San Francisco. It may not be Miami. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're choosing between – and it's definitely not New York, right? And that's where I think Donovan Mitchell wants to go. But does he – let's talk about that real quick, Relly. Does he even fit there? Does Donovan Mitchell fit in New York what they have right now? Jalen Brunson is Jalen Brunson is doing good right now. Yeah. The quick answer is no. <laughs> like, even if you take bias aside, right, and you look at just rotation for – like, no. Because you look at Jalen Jalen uh, Brunson, you got R.J. Barrett over there, you got Julius Randle. They would honestly have to move one of the three pieces, but by the time, but if they do pick the raw, let's say RJ. Hey, 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 Rally, real quick, Ma got that clip ready for oh, us. Let's right. listen to it real quick. 
But this is kind of a make or break year for the Cavs. I don't. Do you think he? You think he signs an extension right now? I think Not there's no chance year. he signs. I don't think there's no, any chance is. he signs an extension there ever. And if it was up to me, I would trade Donovan Mitchell today because I don't think the Cavs are getting as far as they hope to next year. And I don't think he's going to extend. And I think they'll get a lot more for him with two summers left than they will with one summer left. Now, I also am fully aware that's not what they're going to do. And I understand why they're not going to do it because you perfectly laid out, I think, McMahon, what their thought process was making the deal and where they sit. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do. But me personally, looking at it, I think it's more likely they lose in the first round than they win two rounds. And in that scenario, I don't really see any world where Donovan Mitchell wants to stay there after next season. And to me, I'd be looking at it now and saying, all right, well, if we flip him for a bunch of stuff now, we can start to figure out exactly the kind of team we want to have around these three guys and put ourselves in as good a position as possible three or four years and out of content. Now, I understand anybody thinking otherwise in terms of whether that's the right path going forward. I just, I, and I understand why they took a swing on it. I think it's great. I'm glad they did. And I think if they do, obviously I think they're, they're not going to trade him now. So yeah. I, I understand running it back this year. I just, I'd be a little more proactive than I think they will be on it. Cause I just don't see any world where he stays and I also don't really see a realistic world where they're a real contender in the East this year. So, so really, you heard that clip, right? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. it. I mean, so we've we've already been talking about it, but I kind of I kind of been on that train for a minute now. You have. Um. So, so uh, we were talking. He doesn't. He doesn't necessarily fit in New York, but he wants to go to New York. I mean, I wonder would he go to Brooklyn. We could potentially trade to Brooklyn. I think the Cavs are not, not because Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a, is a is an articulate young man. He says the right things. He knows how to he knows how to uh, portray himself in the media and stuff like that. He's not going to say like he wants to leave. He's not going to say anything bad about Cleveland. That's going to alienate the fan base or anything like that. But we kind of know where his heart is at, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a hometown player. And I and I can't we can't be mad at that. Like you he can't he, be mad at that. He'd be mad at that. Like he wants to he wants to play where he's where he's been born. He wants to be successful there. You know, like a lot of players has fell victim to it. Like Kawhi, LeBron eventually when he came back, Don if he goes to New York, like it's a lot of players that's that's done that. You know, I but, can't be mad at that. The only player then that, that didn't go home was KD didn't want to come back to, to the to the DMV. Yeah, I had a problem with. I wanted. I wanted him to help John walk with a ring. <laughs> I'm proud with that. Yeah, I get it, man. But let me ask you this, Riley. I mean, do you? If, if it's you, put yeah. on your GM hat, right? Mm-hmm. You go ahead and, and just and just put your head down and just you know just 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 go forward and try and win a championship with this current iteration of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Or do you think about the future and maybe make a move and trade Donovan Mitchell for some more for some more pieces and, and to, to recoup some of the assets that you traded off to get him? Because because at the end of the day, you run the risk of losing him for nothing in two years. So what do you do, GM Relly Hall? <laughs> Honestly, you got to do both. Like, if you want to be really honest, like, you have to shop him. Like, starting right now, just because like, you have to know his value. You got to know what you're getting back. But at the same time, you don't want to jump the gun. 
you do not want to be one of those teams where you make a trade and then you look back a half a season later and like, ah, I could have got more for that player, right? Because I still feel like you're in position to convince Don that the teams he's potentially eyeing might not is not going to be better than the Cavs. Like the grass is not always greener, right? And I think you touched on it before, like New York, the New York Knicks. Honestly, I, I know he said the New York Knicks has has this potential to make a further run but like when you look at the roster and you look at what they would have to move in order to really make it work is that team really better off than the Cavs? maybe brooklyn i can kind of see that with mikhail bridges you got some pieces over there to really make a splash but unless you got players that's really uh just starting to focus on new york or brooklyn i don't really see it being a better uh being better being better on a success standpoint right but i i do think probably midway through the year midway through the year you need to start looking at some trades i would probably look for some depth first see if we can get some good names there because we still got a lot of pieces like evan mobley is, is due to uh develop another another season like he's due to blow up a little bit you got darius garner that's gonna blow up a little bit more than what he was last season the only pieces that we're kind of shaky on and we probably would have to probably move is jared allen and maybe Price. Really? Uh-huh. Let me ask you this, man. I'm just going to throw – I'm not going to throw the actual hypothetical trade out there, but we know what's going on in Portland. Mm-hmm. We know what's going on with the Miami Heat and Portland Trailblazers, Dame Lillard talk, right? Uh-huh. We know Brooklyn's been been mentioned as being a potential third team in that. Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe, Kobe Allman always comes in and gets involved in some of these deals mm-hmm. just to get the Cavs pieces. Let me ask you this. Out of those four teams I named, right? Mm-hmm. If you could get involved in a trade that says send Donovan Mitchell maybe to Portland, Dame goes to Dame goes to Miami where he wants to go. Okay. Uh and I'm not sure what Brooklyn gets. Maybe some. Okay, we're, well, we're giving up the Cavs. We're getting up Donovan Mitchell. He can go either to Portland or go to Brooklyn. And we're giving up Jared Allen. But what the Cavs get back in this potential 14 trade, however they would work it out, is Tyler Hero and Ben Simmons. Do you do it? No. Ooh. Tell me why. So you don't give up Jared Allen and Donovan Mitchell, who, who Donovan Mitchell you may lose anyway. Exactly. Yeah. For the for Ben Simmons and Tyler Hero. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't. I've never been as hyped with Tyler Hero as a lot of other people has been. I just don't think because Ben Simmons, I, eh, you kind of know what you're getting out of him. You know, defense, rebounds, a quality. I, mean, I think, I think, I think a front line of. Of Ben Simmons and Evan Mobley playing the five is incredible defensively, right? Yeah, defensively, but offensively in the playoffs, like because because now we're talking about we we talking about basketball games that we we hope to get in. Like we talking about deep playoff runs, first round playoff runs. Do ben, do Ben Simmons fix that problem? And I don't think so. Like defensively was like if we being honest, defense wasn't really our problem. It was us getting getting Absolutely. checked. Right, and Ben Simmons don't solve that problem. Actually, he's the opposite of that problem, unfortunately. But do do you do you think you get you get more from Ben Simmons 
I, mean, I think you probably get equal from Ben Simmons as Jared Allen offensively. 14 points. I think you can get that. And I think you get you get a, a more diverse defense. You don't necessarily get the yeah. total rim protection, but you got two, you got two switchable bigs that can switch on anything, right? Yeah. And you and you, and you get the upside of playmaking from the forward position, which allows Darius Garland to play off ball a little more. Yeah, that's and, what makes it entertaining. And Tyler Hero's a bucket getter. You know, I'm just I'm just seeing having my vision from a roster construction standpoint where I see those pieces fitting. And we're talking about potentially losing Mitchell anyway for nothing. If I can get Tyler Hero and Ben Simmons for Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen, and who knows, maybe I get a, a first or second round pick somewhere and they're going to get on Donovan Mitchell. Right. I don't know. But I'm just saying, mm, I kind of like the idea. I thought you might like it too, but GM Relly is not feeling the idea. I'm not. Yeah, it's just from for what it's worth, I do agree that obviously, like, if this is the best offer we got, I agree with you. Don't lose Donovan Mitchell for nothing, right? This, you know, this probably would be the best offer we get on the table. At the same time, I just I'm a little afraid on how that looks. You, 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 you were you rather go for the chip right now with Mitchell than than cash in your chips? You gonna take the gamble? I, I might take the gamble. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest because because I because I really gotta ask you to like I understand like I agree with you, Ben Simmons. He do, he do give you another ball handler, and especially because we probably put him at the power forward spot. So right. power forwards won't be able to truly guard that. But at the same time, what if we do play a team like Miami in the first round who's mentally going to get in his head? Or maybe we play a Philadelphia team with Joel Embiid. They're going to mentally get in his head. Like New York. Like, is he going to get bullied again? I get it. I get it. Hey, let's let's but let's take a quick break, pay some bills real quick. We'll come right back and we'll have we'll have that discussion. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host Relly Hall. We're talking about any potential Donovan Mitchell movement. Should they move him? Shouldn't they move him? And we're talking about a hypothetical trade right now that gets them involved in the Dame Miller to Miami deal. And we got Ben Simmons and Tyler Hero going to Cleveland. And what was your question, really, before the break? Do you think Ben Simmons, do you think Ben Simmons would really be the answer? If we trade for him, like, would he really work out here in Cleveland? Man, I think Ben Simmons has been in Philly <laughs> and been in Brooklyn, the, the New York Metro. Uh-huh. Tough markets, you know. What I mean, we really hadn't played for Brooklyn at all that much, that much at all, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, and he can't be, he can't be one of those guys whose whose mental mental strength isn't a strength. But I mean, he's a young man. I think Ben Simmons might be twenty six years old now. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think I think that's a gamble you take. You gambling with Mitchell right now. We think Mitchell was leaving. Tyler Hero's under a five-year contract. He's under team control. And Ben Simmons Sim is still on his second contract. He probably got less time less than Tyler Hero, maybe a year or two less. But he still got at least a good three years left on his deal. I mean, I can see a pairing of Mobley, who's eventually going to be the Cavs' best player. Ben Simmons being a great piece. Garland, Tyler Hero, and then 
You got Struess, I guess. You got Struess and Niang and Karis LeVert still coming off the bench. I like the potential of that, man. I respect that. I'm, now, let me shoot one more idea. This might not work because more to think about it, like, because I know this this might not be the only trade offer we got for out of the Mitchell, but out there in Philly, would you would you look for some out there in Philly? Like, would you look for a Don for James Harden and some players, or or no? You just how how would you feel about that? Well, James Harden's a one year rental. I just talked about team control on some of those other deals, the Simmons and the Hero deal. James Harden is leaving at the end of the, at the end of this next season. We'll go wherever he want to go. Yeah, he, he signed, signed, opted in, got one year on his deal for 37, 38 million. And wherever he plays this year, whether it's Philly, wherever he's at, he's he's going where he wants to go the following season. For sure. I don't know. There's no other it, player you kind of, you kind of just say, all right, this might be what I might trade or even consider. Give me, give, give me an idea, GM Relly Hall. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some players out there that's available. But that's tough. Like that's, that's. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want Jane Harden. I don't think he fits, and he's not, he's not part of the, he's not of the mind of the, the culture they're trying to establish in Cleveland. Right. So I don't think that's a fit culturally. He's not on the same timeline. James Harden, thirty three, gonna be thirty four years old, and you're gonna get him for one year and give up Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want Maxi, Maxi and make and Garland is too small a backcourt. Even though I think Maxi's a good player. I mean, now if they wanted to give me James Harden for one year and find a way to put Tobias Harris in there and maybe a couple of picks, I might could do to that. I don't even know if that works because you're losing a great player and getting assets and, and and taking money off your book. I don't know if that's worth it. It's hard. It's hard. Hard to say, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> this Donovan Mitchell situation is going to get complicated no matter how you slice it. Exactly. Like, it's, it just is. Like, in Kobe Altman, obviously, you have to, he has to move strategic, you know. Uh, the only problem is, like, you can – you could prob- possibly get into that three-way trade, you know, help Miami a little bit to say, all right, maybe, you know, you somehow figure out a way to get down to New York. Uh like you said, give- the, 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 does New York Knicks have any pieces that you want if you're Cleveland? You said New York? New York Knicks. No. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like, that. that's why. I, I, no, they don't. But, I mean, if you're talking about a three, I mean, or a three or four team trade, I mean, yeah. somebody, somebody is going to get the better end of the stick and somebody's going to get the absolute worst. Hopefully it's not Cleveland. <laughs> but it's like. Ah, that's that's where it gets tough because I mean because Brooklyn might even say, you know, maybe Donovan Mitchell truly just like he really wants to be a New York Nick, but right. Uh, I mean, he does, and Cleveland can help facilitate that. But New York might not want him. New York is pretty set in the direction with Jalen Brunson as the guard right now, and they and they just signed uh, DiVincenzo and re-signed Josh Hart. I mean, from New York, I could see maybe, and you have to give a lot more, but yeah. maybe R.J. Barrett. I, would you do that? Like, if they just say Jalen, we'll give you Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and another player for Don. Would you do that? Oh yeah, I would do that. You throw Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and you got to do it. Yeah, I would do that. But I think New New York's New York is on course. And prove that they can be winners with Jalen Brunson right now. They just did good in the playoffs just last season. 
<laughs> they went to the conference semifinals, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, to the conference. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they lost to Miami. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson is leading that team. He should have been an all-star. I don't know that you want to break that up. It's New York, though. You know, New York? <laughs> it's, it's New York. They might. I mean, it yeah. depends on how star-heavy they – because they might not – well, I mean, they might look at it, you know, if Donovan Mitchell could just – if he can just do the same but just bring a lot more star power, New York might just – they might like that. But I no, agree. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he can do the same. I don't think he's the same – Ooh. facilitator that that Jalen Brunson is. I think, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's a better all-around player, more explosive, but Jalen Jalen Brunson fits that, that Thibodeau culture and the New York culture. He's tough. He's a dog. You know what I mean? His dad, Rick Brunson, played for the Knicks. I mean, so I don't know that that even works for them. Now, I see a lot of pieces over in Brooklyn. You know, I think Brooklyn... Everybody on their team is available except Mikael Bridges. Would I take a, a, a Cam Johnson and some of the other young pieces they got? And they they love they strapped with a with a ton of picks. If they were to trade with Brooklyn, they can recoup a lot of the picks they lost. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, really. That's a dilemma. I think Donald Mitchell's gonna be in Cleveland for the foreseeable future. Let me ask you this, man. Are you old enough to remember? I'm taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> yeah, I I remember that. I was it's funny because I was literally going to the Boys and Girls Club when that happened. Were you? Okay. <laughs> I had just that's that's what that's probably why I didn't like Bronnet at that because I was going to the Boys and Girls Club. I had just got some bronze the shoes, um, and I was so excited too. And then like they had it on the monitor. Now, he just said that like we waited all this time, and for him to say it, it was like what. Right, you was a kid in Cleveland, right? Yeah, I'm, like that broke my heart. Right, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at, man. We're in a similar situation right now. I mean, I, obviously, Mitchell is not the not the talent or not the 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 player on the on on the scale of LeBron James, but he's a, he's an All NBA player and he's in Cleveland and he's under a contract and he's not going to commit long term past that contract. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and Coach Tomlin said, as the Steelers, people that don't want to be there, we want volunteers, not hostages. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, hey, for mine, and we're going to wrap up with this. Go ahead and tell me what you think, and I'll tell you what I think to close out. Over, over this whole Donovan Mitchell situation, what do you think the Cavs should do short-term right now and long-term? Short-term? You you gamble and you you don't you don't do any trades and you just look to see what they do in this year's playoffs. Long term, you shop Donovan Mitchell throughout this whole season and see what's out there. Are okay, you yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think you go see if you get off to a good start. See if you wanted the top two or three teams in the East. Going into the 2023-2024 season trade deadline in February. Um, and if you're looking good, you go ahead and like you say, shoot the dice and try and go ahead and and and, and you know make a make an extended playoff run this season coming up. Um, if things look a little erratic, you don't look like one of the top teams in the East, maybe you start thinking about shopping them around. You know, because you got it. It's, it's, it's all about recouping 
some of the assets you spent to get them and and and, and getting and getting a deeper bench. I'm a firm believer in two years, Imani Bates will be the player that we hope he can be. So with a core of, of Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Imani Bates, I think the Cavs looking good for the future. So whatever you get can get from Mitchell and or Allen, then they both become trade chips. Because then you're building around those, those three young players who are Mobley's 22, Garland's 23, uh, Imani Bates will be 20 in January. So at the time frame we're talking, it'll be 22. I think that's a good young core, man. And you just go forward with that and get what you can for Mitchell and, and help him be happy wherever he wants to try and go and get something back for him. Because you can't wait. You can't wait until you don't trade him. He can opt out of his contract and go wherever he wants. That's not an option. <laughs> I agree. Right? I agree. So, yeah, so my, my overall – my overall view on this thing is go ahead and just roll roll with it for now. See what we can do, see how far we get. But like you said, you gotta have that, you gotta have that phone line open if you call Kobe Altman, right? Yeah, you got to. Might have to buy another phone. <laughs> okay, man. Well, I think that's I think that's a good episode, man. We'll go ahead and call it a day on this one, man. Especially since you down down in sunny florida and enjoying enjoying yourself on vacation man <laughs> yeah feel good out here i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you 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 in the orlando area right uh-huh orlando yep you been to disney world i have i have been to disney world okay out of that uh what's the what's the one ride the boat the small world yes yeah, that gets annoying after a while you hear that a couple times okay i haven't been down to disney world in years my my sister, my brother, and sister-in-law live about 15 minutes from Disney. They live in the Winter Garden area. They're big. They're both big, big track coaches and stuff down in that area. So when I go visit them, well, I haven't been to Disney World in years, but I love the area. Beautiful down there, man. But uh, my wife is from down that way. So yeah, man. So go ahead and enjoy the rest of your trip, man. Um, I hate to bother you about talking about this non-mental stuff, but somebody had to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be us. <laughs> so shout, right. Shout out to the to the homies Big G and BP. This this your boy Tate and Relly Hall with you. And we about to get out. So thanks for rocking on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Be sure to follow us all those places you can get your audio podcasts. Again, that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your audio podcasts. And listen to us occasionally and watch us on the YouTube Know It All's channel. So for Tate and for the homie Relly Hall, peace. See ya.